0: initiative at safm radio and at tabiso musia on twitter and leading the conversation remember sabc is the official broadcaster of the 2018 fifa world cup in russia catch 44 matches live on sabc one and on sabc radio stations from the 14th of june to the 15th of july sabc is bringing russia to mzansi hashtag kuzobalit. sport on on safm So let's look at the business side of the comrades now, and we are joined on the line. Thank you very much uh, to Professor Melvin uh, Simon there from the Northwest University, Director of the Research Focus Area uh, Tourism Research in Economic Environments and Society. Professor, good evening. Thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good evening. Prof, my eyes lit up when I saw comrades is expected to inject three hundred and fifty million rand into the city's economy. You were part of this study and the economic report published in twenty fifteen. Is this three fifty five million the projected figure for twenty eighteen alone, or for the past three years?
1: No, that's basically for the for the past three years. Ah, um, it, it is. You must remember that this is one of the top three endurance events in South Africa, and and it generates in minimum economic terms more than 200 million uh for that specific region uh, you know for obviously for Durban, peter meritzburg mm. region so it is a huge event with a with a very good economic uh, footprint
0: mm, that's incredible and um how how did we get here uh, firstly what was the aim of the study prof uh,
1: right the, the first one is curiosity and, and, <laughs> and what I, when i say that is you know you see all these runners you you talk about 20 twenty two thousand. Uh, participants. We all know that there are sp- uh, spectators and support teams, and then you start to wonder y- y- what is the economic footprint of such an event. Um, and and we've done this for for most of the top uh, endurance events in South Africa, um, and this is as I said, this is one of the the biggest mm. or the largest uh, endurance events in South Africa.
0: Mm. So, which methods are used in in a study like this? What we would
1: normally do is uh, you have questionnaires and then you, uh, well, we first uh, target the um, the participants, but we also target spectators as well as community members um, because we, we, we're not just interested to, to know the ballpark figure, but we're also interested to know do you know, residents support this type of event uh, and do businesses benefit. Um, so we use field workers and then they during the course of the event, they are there capturing the data.
0: Mm. So so what does the study w- say about what people spend on what do they spend on?
1: Right, most of the money obviously goes towards accommodation, uh food, drinks, transport, um and then obviously uh, they also buy a lot of uh, you know uh, gear uh, equipment um because uh, the 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 event allows that. I mean they you've got all these different companies who basically exhibit what they have. Uh, And so you can see the latest and the the newest gear, and uh, that's what they basically spend their money on.
0: Mm. Do you find um, that there's an increase every year, and does the spending differ?
1: The spending differs, yes. The spending differs. I mean, the study that we did uh, in in 2012 uh, showed a dip compared to some of the other years, and I guess one of the reasons was basically uh, economic situation. Um, I assume or I, 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 our forecast is that this year is going to be uh, quite a big uh, spending year because this is the second largest number of, of runners mm. that entered the, 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 the event. So um, I think we're going to see co- quite a big uh, economic impact this year.
0: Mm. So do you work out total spending per group or per person? We,
1: we normally work per group and then we obviously divide it by the average um, number of people. Mm-hmm. And we know that the average group is between four and five people. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, t- people will bring their support teams along.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the other th- important thing, you know, from an event like this and from an economic point of view, is that uh, a group like that would stay for at least four nights. Mm-hmm. Um, y- y- so So that, I think, and, and I think that's one of the key success factors of the event is that they. Basically, you have people traveling there for a longer period of time than just one day or two days. Mm. Uh, and, and in addition, um, the results also showed that 60% of these runners and their, 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 their groups or support teams also visit other attractions in the, in the region. You know, so they spread the, 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 the tourism um, uh, or the the, the converts yeah. uh, land, if I can pull it like, put it like that. Uh, which I think is good because it means that more people and more businesses and, and regions benefit from the event.
0: I had a quick look at that at that study. I only got my hands on it today. Is is when you're saying they're spending on other on on on, on, on other stuff, is that what you mean by specific tourism impact in that study? Correct. Oh, Great. I see. And then you also mentioned businesses earlier on prof which kind of businesses benefit?
1: Um, well, obviously, your, your restaurants uh, they benefit quite a lot. Accommodation services, uh, souvenirs, uh, so even you know smaller uh, SMEs that sell souvenirs they all be- benefit. And then transport services uh, are the big beneficiaries um, from this event.
0: Mm. And and when you talk about the specific groups, is it is it does it include athletes, support staff, and spectators?
1: Yes, oh, yes. We okay. basically look at at, at, at all three of those, um, it's so that you get a realistic picture. Otherwise, yeah. you just get you know one kind of view and one kind of like spending on on on, on the on the event, and and, and it's better to have uh, all kind of like stakeholders captured in your data.
0: Mm. You also talk in the study, Prof, about the influence of the media. How how big is that from a marketing point of view, and which media platforms have the most influence?
1: Oh, it's, it's enormous. Um, I mean, uh, the, the, the media sells uh, the event, not just nationally, but also internationally, mm-hmm. because if you look at the, the number of runners, um, more than 2,000 runners are, are from, from, uh, you know, from outside the country, are foreign runners, which gives this an international flavor. And I think that's very important, even for the sustainability of the event. Uh, and if you talk about the media... Uh, television plays a, a major role, uh, so does uh, word-of-mouth. Is obviously the biggest uh, people talking and saying, well, we're going to go there because we're going to you know, support X or, or, or person Y. Um, that plays a role. And, and then from, from a local point of view, and I think that's where the event and the organisers are doing well, is also to communicate with locals uh, in, in the region, uh, You know, mm. local newspapers and radio stations, uh, to basically broadcast what is happening. Mm. Um, but I think, that obviously, the biggest one is the television because the, the, the whole event gets uh, broadcast and, and that is it's, it's a huge, huge, huge benefit for, for, for an event like this.
0: Mm. The media reports this week have been saying that 350 million um, is injected into the city of Deben. Is it Deben alone? Does it include Peter Maritzburg?
1: No, it, it generally includes Peter Maritzburg as well.
0: Oh, but okay.
1: what we obviously found is that depending on where they... They they impact. Durban gets the most of it because it, it has more accommodation, it has more entertainment. So most people would prefer to stay in Durban and then travel to. But uh, Pietermaritzburg also benefits from from the event.
0: Mm. Having said that, you've also got a section about business owner perceptions where you talk about losses suffered during the event. What what's that about? What type of losses are we talking about?
1: no that's that's normally when you have an event and and there's there's a, a large number of people that descend on a specific area there's always some loss and and mm. what we're talking about here is uh, you know people steal stuff um, mm. like like you would have when when you have a group of people together mm. um, sometimes they do it uh, you know because people might think a bit too much and then they do stupid things mm. um, but there's always a, a small percentage of loss but uh, in the report, you will see that uh, the loss is, is 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 not great i mean it mm. i think it's it, i think in general terms, you would find that if if you go to to Durban or any other place at any other time the the loss would most probably be similar um you know so i don't think the event is such a big uh, such a big impact on 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 that part of
0: um, yeah. Of the
1: of the the
0: yeah. For those who've just joined us, we're talking to uh, Professor Melville Simon uh, from the Northwest University, just about the study about the economic impact of the Comrades Marathon. It was done by the Northwest University, published uh, economic report on Comrades Marathon in 2015. Prof, let's also touch on uh, employment. What what trends have you seen regarding employment? Is it locals that work at the Comrades?
1: Yeah, what you must, must remember when you do an economic impact study, um, what we would normally do is to to, to estimate um, through the through the models the, the money that flows through your different sectors of the economy, like for example, trade and accommodation um, or services, financial services, manufacturing, or, or whatever sectors there are in a in a particular area or province. Um, so when we come up with a figure, and, and in this case. More than 800 people's jobs are dependent on this event. Mm-hmm. What it means is that within the different sectors, for example, in the accommodation sector, this event and the contribution that event makes to that sector contributes to X number uh, of, of people's uh, salary and, and employment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, And and as I say, it, it, it is a large number. If you take this as a once-off event uh, or just an annual event mm-hmm. that's once-off, um, and then more than 800 people' um, jobs are dependent on this event, uh, so it shows you the you know the the, the, the magnitude of such an event mm. and the importance and of, of of these events for local economies and for tourism in general.
0: Yeah. And is that the perception that you also get from the community that they they they, they benefit as the study says from this event?
1: Yeah, I was I was actually uh, you know surprised because um, I mean if, if if you look, we we really went out to 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 survey the greater population of of Durban and 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 Peter um, and 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 to find people that are not necessarily close to the event
4: mm-hmm.
1: and get their perception. and I mean, now we've we've got eighty to close to ninety percent of people say that this is a great event and it does have an impact um, on the region and even on themselves, just being part of of an area where such an event or such a successful event is hosted so um the 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 residence uh, has a huge support base for for um, for this event
0: mm you've also got a part about comrade participants where you basically profile them what did you find as far as gender age language and all all those sorts of things is concerned
1: okay it, it it's a it's a it's a great mix um and and obviously these are um males is obviously the, the higher percentage mm-hmm because there are obviously more males that, that participate, so your runners are more males, so the supporters are, are the other way around, more females,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, female supporters. And um, age-wise, it's it's in the region, the, the average age is in the region of 39, 40, 40 years of age. Um, and um, just an interesting fact, if, if we go back to the runners, mm-hmm. that um, basically the, the average number of uh, of, of, of participation at the event is seven times um, you know so it, it means there's a huge loyalty towards mm. the event um, and, 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 and I think that's good for, for the event and again from the sustainability point of view because it seems like these runners keep on coming back and they keep on bringing their, mm. their support team mm. so, um, so I, I think that they're doing something right in terms of, of, of that aspect
0: did you also zoom in on the impact of international athletes coming from outside the country uh, and, and, and people coming from outside just to go to comrades?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, we, we found that uh, the that highest percentage are, 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 are runners from, from the African continent. But then we also had a, a good percentage of people from Australia, UK, USA, and who also participate in the event.
0: Mm, great stuff, Prof. It's been a pleasure talking to you, giving us some wonderful um, insight here. Going forward, now you're gonna to have to do another study. You're gonna start from scratch. Yeah, we well,
1: as I say, what we would do is like every second, third year, we would we would do a, another study to to keep track of the trends and what is happening um, with these events because I firmly believe that. These events have a major role to play in, in, in South Africa, specifically, specifically from a tourism point of view, mm. but also you know, growing uh, regional economies and making places uh, well-known because, I mean, Comrades is, is well-known with KwaZulu-Natal, it's well-known with Durban, Peter Maritzburg, and it, it builds on that image, um, and, and I think that's
0: crucial. Mm. And just finally, besides your team at the University of the Northwest, who else do you work with when you, when you compile something like this? What we would normally do, I mean, in,
1: in, in the case like when we do surveys at, uh, at, at uh, comrades, we would also involve uh, some of the students at, at, at some of the universities in that region because mm-hmm. I've, we've got a good uh, network of of colleagues at other universities, um, you know, to also build a bit of capacity in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, so we would also include uh, students from from uh, you know, local universities where it's possible, or where there are local universities to include. But that's basically our approach.
0: Okay, great stuff, Professor. Thank you very much uh, for joining us once again, Professor Melville Simon. Very um, interesting conversation that we've had, and uh, uh, thank you for joining us. We look forward to speaking to you going forward. Even without comrade, some other stuff that you do, please uh, keep us updated here yeah, so that we can try and share the information. Oh, he's gone. Okay, that's the professor. Um, up next, we're hoping we're going to speak to the MEC, MEC sitle eh, Zigalala. So let's take a quick break. SAFM, leading the conversation. Let me also just read some of the comments on uh, social media here yeah, coming through. Lots of people enjoying the conversation with U Chuan Walk, uh, Walk, Walker. Uh, Bongam Mbili says that he's the encyclopedia of this sport. Chuan Walker, he knows almost every runner out there and great analysis with Mr Walker. Uh, there was another one also coming through uh, saying Chuan Walker is our brother from another mother. He wants to run a sub what what. <laughs> what? that got a lot of people um, excited here and uh, there is another one that I wanted to find out oh here's another one from uh, Roxy says it's been a superb Comrades Marathon week we've dissected it in and out now we know a little more about this race and we're not finished yet Uh, Roxy no we still have more we still have one more day to go uh, so as we give respect obviously to those who run Comrades Marathon and put it in the spotlight and uh, like it should be I mean I think it's an incredible race Uh, it's an incredible effort for all those who take part in the Comrades Marathon. And sometimes they only make the headlines on a Friday, a day before the race, when people remember that it is Comrades. So we just thought we should dedicate this week to uh, the Comrades Marathon and just find out what it is all about. And we've had some fantastic stories this week, starting off with Nick Bester, uh, the team manager of the Netbank Running Club, a former champion, uh, the man that a lot of people love to hate in 1991 when he won uh, Comrades. He gave a lot of insight and advice to the social uh, runners. I think on Tuesday we spoke to Mr. Rowan James, the race director of the Comrades Marathon Marathon, just to find out more about his job in our careers in sport uh, feature. And um, we also spoke to Kabelo Mabalane yesterday. He's been running Comrades. He's doing his. 11th Comrades Marathon, unbelievable from being a Kwaito star, well he's still a Kwaito star I'm sure, but no one one thought he would even get to the finish line when he was doing his first one, Kabelo Mabalane, now he's doing 11 and he's even uh, put it in his book, I Ran for My Life, and we also spoke to Uzanele Llajuaya, you heard from her, she was running for people suffering from depression, and and, and also of, of course in due to a personal experience after her father committed suicide and she was running for a good cause and I really hope that most of you who were listening have gone on to that website and, and that hashtag rise18 to support Uzanel and we had a few calls coming through yesterday people giving us different reasons why the, why they are running and what they are running for and if you want to add anything to the conversation about comrades please feel free to call us 0891 104207 whether you're on your way to Devon whether you are doing your first one or you're doing your fifth, sixth, seventh just tell us how are you feeling what are you hoping to achieve this sunday our sms line is 40938 our whatsapp number is 0614 104107 and our hashtag is safm as so that's where you can uh, continue the conversation with us but as promised now we spoke about this huge figure that was announced 355 million that's injected into the city's economy and let's find out more from the mec for economic development tourism and environmental affairs in kzn mr who joins us on the line. MEC, good evening and thank you very much for finding time to speak to us here on SAFM.
5: Well, thanks, good evening Peter, and thanks for having us in your program. MEC, uh, yeah? Yes, yes, we are very excited uh, that it is that time of the year mm. where we host uh, the Cummerich Marathon. Uh, this is the 19th... Uh, a edition uh, of the comrade's marathon and it has gone very well in terms of preparation we are expecting that it will help in the contribution of the toward the economic growth uh, of the province.
0: Mm, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger this comrade's marathon mc what is it about comrades that everybody wants to come uh, to Devon to kzn to take part
5: Firstly, it is uh, identified as the biggest, so, uh, as the biggest marathon in Africa. But we continue to market it through what is tourism, working to, through tourism. working with the organizers? We have profiled it, and we participate in many other international marathons where we are able to uh, market the uh, Kumbris marathon. It is one of the. Six events of Kwazulu and for us we believe that it will keep on growing and growing as it is coming down to devon it is going to end up in the big festivities that a number of people or organizations, or clubs have organized around at devon
0: mm. and and also it does seem like devon is obviously a tourist attraction and that's the other thing that attracts people to come there
5: Yes, as those who come for the marathon, others will come with their siblings. They will come a few days uh, before and they will have to uh, to stay over. Some will stay over
4: to recruit,
5: others will stay over to visit other areas. And therefore, it serves a a number of purposes and it is contributing in the uh, tourism industry.
0: Mm, we saw this week we spoke to the professor shortly 350 million rain injected into the economy you must be pleased with this MEC. We
5: well, are very pleased uh, 350 million of which uh, more than uh, 200 million is directly uh, going to the city of heaven. Mm-hmm. while others what others will be while the other will be split but benefiting especially umsunduze and the greater summer respect
0: Mm. And, and do you and your team set targets before the races or over a three-year period to reach these figures? We do. Uh,
5: we have our projection that by this time we should mm. reach this particular uh, figure. And we think we are uh, working according to the target we have set for our friends. Mm.
0: And, and the obvious question will be now, who benefits from this money? Does the community benefit? How do they benefit? The fact that there are people
5: who come here, uh, the occupancy rate uh, in ho- in hotels and, mm. hos- uh, uh, and hotels and the whole of the hospitality industry benefits. It then sustains jobs and create number of other jobs that are uh, uh, temporary jobs, uh, which take place during this week. Mm. But also there will be number of service providers on various uh, services that are needed. And our people, especially SMME, do participate and benefit.
0: Mm, we heard from the professor also saying that a lot of the locals also get jobs uh, in Peter Marisbeck and in Deben. And the perception from the locals is that uh, the Comrades Marathon is, is, is a huge boost for them. And they're really happy to have it every single year. You must also be delighted with that.
5: Yes, that is definitely correct. It is boosting the economy. It creates jobs. Uh, and it's sustaining even those that are there uh, existing. That's why we will keep on working with the organizers of the marathon and keep it growing.
0: Mm, and and how special is it, MEC, for this year's race to finish at the iconic World Cup venue, the stunning Moses Mabhida Ma Stadium? A lot of people that we spoke to this week actually are saying that's one of the the reasons that made them yes, run this that, year.
5: That is one of the uh, ambition uh, ambitions that people who are running have. And we wish them well because, uh, you know, Muzumabita Stadium on its own, it's a tourist uh, attraction point, uh, but on its own, it's a legacy for us as the province. And we hope that number of them will be able to reach uh, the finish point.
0: Mm. Well, say it's been a pleasure talking to you. We wish you all the best uh, uh, for this weekend. It looks like everything is on track. Finally, as far as safety and security concerned, everything, nothing to worry about for the athletes.
5: Well, we are on track. Uh, we believe that everything uh, is, is well prepared, uh, even on safety and security. Mm. Uh, we don't believe there will be uh, problems. Uh, we believe we will have a very successful marathon. But lastly, I wish to... Wish all of our visitors, but also those who will be running mm. a very successful marathon.
0: Thank you very much, msc Sihlezi We appreciate the fact that you found some time to speak to us um, about the Commerce Marathon. And once again, we wish the city and everybody else involved all the best.
5: Thanks a lot. Uh, it's
4: always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks.
0: Thank you, sir. That is the MEC for Economic Development, Tourism and Environmental Affairs in KZN M E C Sitlezi Galala. The lines are open. Let's take your calls. Uh, anything that you had this evening, if you wanna if you wanna find out about it, ask us. Let's talk. Uh uh O eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. I almost forgot the number. Who? SMS line four zero nine three eight. WhatsApp 061-4104107. Hashtag SAFM Spot On.
4: Call Tabison now, 0891-104-207.
0: Before you call me, remember the SABC has announced the establishment of two high-level commissions of inquiry into editorial interference and sexual harassment. The public service broadcaster is appealing to all staff members, independent contractors, suppliers, and the public members to come forward and report incidents of sexual harassment and editorial interference, be it political, business, commercial, etc., from the 1st of June to the 15th of June 2018, and to report matters relating to editorial interference please email news inquiry at sabc.co.za to report sexual harassment please email sexual and personal fav that's fav at sabc.co.za or you can visit SABC offices countrywide and make your submissions in the boxes allocated for this purpose Tabiso Musiya on SAFM Okay, let's go to the lines now Silo in Mukupane Good evening uh, Thank you for joining us What's your comment? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thanks for having me, remember. Look, uh, uh, um, just write a pambirinya in front of you so that you cannot um, forget this um, number, this important number, uh, mm. because
0: you'll be in trouble. The reason I'm behind the mic is because I wasn't good at maths. But let's see. <laughs> 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 I could have been a physiotherapist, <laughs> but maths and science went great. <laughs>
4: it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Look. Because I know you, you, you are a good journalist, yeah. And 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 I don't trust this MEC. I don't trust the petition. Once you find uh, independence, it's, um, big event. it's oh, a so look, so look I, then, when I
0: need you to move around. I just lost you there as you're getting to the to the crux of it. Just repeat so, that.
4: Okay, I'm saying uh, in,
0: uh-huh. We will get you on a better line, Leola. Please get him on a better line. There, I really want to hear this. I've okay. already got my 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 paper out, and I was ready to write down. Let's go to Umpo in Greenstone. Umpo, thank you for calling us. Good evening,
2: Member. How are you doing? Okay, new. <phone rings> Umpo, a very scary
0: man, mm, why? Member. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. We can all hear you, Umpo.
2: Oh, okay. My, the numbers that the guys are giving are very scary numbers. Yeah. My my question is that with all the all the the revenue that's generated or that the business that's been done through the comrades, uh-huh. my question is that with development, how much goes into the development of the sports as athletics? Because then we don't see it moving to grassroots level. We don't see it moving to other provinces or other facility building or anything like that does that money actually go down where it affects people on the street rather than just the one day event more than anything else
0: okay that's a good point because even when we spoke to the MEC, you i felt that he was also talking in general about creating jobs and employment and the money coming into the economy but he wasn't specifically uh, mentioning exactly where that money is going to are you saying you also got that feeling
3: Yeah, I got that feeling. You know, there's there's general talk. You know,
2: when you get a presentation in a boardroom, that's general. It's not specific to say, we've done this, we've created so many clubs, we've created this, this Mm. is a transport. You know, when you have comrade runners that are going to run, Mm. some of them are battling with transport. Have we partnered with transport moving forward to teach people how to manage their big race on that day? How many people can move away from comrades and say, you know what? We're going to organize another event that is big because we've learned from comrades and we've had funding from that. So that we needed more detail rather than general uh, presentation. So we can
0: also see who are the beneficiaries of this of this funding and and, and how they have come basically from nowhere. You know, I think we need a conversation with KZN Athletics. I I hear you a very good point. I think uh, Mr Silomukwena should come in and uh, and uh, is it Silo? Yeah, it's Mr Silomukwena. Now I think he should come and talk to us. But it's a very good point. The one that I know about is is, is the charities. Uh, for example, Lama Bidi, Bidi, the charity drive that the Comrades Marathon supports, where yeah. there are six official charities. There's the community chest of Deben, uh, there's the Aid Centre, there's the Conservation Trust. I know about those, but I think you specifically talking about the sport, the running part yes. of it. the,
2: the, the, the sport is just, You know, mm. Comrade is doing a lot, and, and that you can see, and, and that's tangible. Mm. But what do you think from uh, office of the MEC, mm. what are they doing in terms of beyond Comrade? Okay. Because uh, Comrade is a brilliant entity to have, but beyond comrades, what are they doing for the sport? How are they improving the sport? Because then that should be able to say, is it the club side? Is it yeah. the businesses that have come from there? So that we can be able to know. Because, I mean, comrades is accountable to certain sponsors that they have. As the government, who are they accountable to? And what can they show that they've done for the sport?
0: Great stuff, Loyolo. Silo Mukwana tomorrow. That's your homework. Silo, uh, we've got you back in Mukopane. Silo. Thanks, Tavi. Yes. Yes. What was your it, comment? It, it, Sorry, I lost I was, you there.
4: Yes yes, yes, yes. I think the previous call attached or or my point. I was saying, look, um, um, these political appointees, the NEC and whatnot and whatnot. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I was saying, um, as as, as 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 a good list, What is flying from this um uh, 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 um comrade hmm are they supporting um, uh, uh, people that side, right. sports one specifically? Mm. Um, and again, adding on the uh, uh, the question of previous caller, mm. That's, oh, oh, correct. What are the aims of it is is in in
0: partnership? Okay, so look- Okay, okay. I, I had a little bit and I think it was very similar to what Tumpo in a Greenstone was saying. What I have heard about is... A a comrades marathon, what are they called? Comrades marathon youth run. Uh, That's what I've heard about a couple of years where um, they do it ahead of the comrades marathon. And I know that it's sponsored by the Department of Sport and KZN Athletics. I'm really not sure if it still happens now. I think this was back in 2014 or 2015 when I heard about it. It was a 10K and a 5K that was run a day before uh, the comrades marathon. And basically, the whole the uh, reason of this was to get the youth interested and obviously to, to highlight the importance of comrades to the youth. I think at that stage, uh, they were targeting about 8,000 kids um, and it, it, was a, it, was a, it, it was a proper international athletics competition. So that's what I've heard about that the KZN Department of Sport and KZN Athletics were doing back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but we'll find out more. We've got another day. Let's go to Ronald in Limpopo. Ronald, good evening. Thank you for calling us.
3: Yes, how are you?
0: Fine, thanks and you, Ronald.
3: I'm all right. Yeah, I I I heard that the the comrades is making quite a lot of money, around hundred million. So, but my comment is about uh, the question of how uh, the value chain as to how much is that money go into black uh, businesses, mm. and uh, after the event. Uh, the the money, whether the money how how much is going to develop the the athletes themselves. Uh, How much is going to develop a the clubs running clubs and so on mm. and uh, a full report of uh, the expenses to that effect and as well as the BEE element mm-hmm. and so how much is going uh, business the, the, the whole money thats that is, has that, that is been talked about mm. and so how much uh, black people are benefiting out of that that is the, the little comment that I have out of,
0: out of that baby. 355 million that's been uh, injected over the past three years
3: yeah. How much went to black owned companies, yeah. black women owned companies, black youth companies that are benefiting from that event.
0: Mm, nice one nice one Ronald I think we'll get more answers tomorrow I think we'll need to also bring in KZN Athletics here just to find out how the runners benefit uh, how the clubs benefit and also to find out if this youth uh, run is still happening a day before comrades I've got three minutes if you are in and around the area and you know about this youth run because I know that it was free entrance for school kids uh, I, I know they were targeting 8,000 school kids to be part of this it sounded like, a, sounded like a great initiative so if you do know about it also please uh, share it with us clearly money. Is a big issue here and we we must talk about it also on sms uh, somebody says no doubt the comrade's medical tent started by the late great uh, dr john Godlington will be caring uh, for the runners and uh, somebody else says i always wondered what happens to the clothes that the people start with at the beginning of the race and i think that one comes from buzz thank you for that one Baz. let's also see uh, some of the uh, coming in On social media there, Muralang says money is a problem here. Uh, I'm scared that people will soon start protesting during the race. Take the politicians away from these marathons, uh, uh, please. Uh, Somebody says... where's that other one Oh, somebody says it's time for me to start running okay I'm glad we helped somebody this week Zico you're going to start running uh, thank you and we're going to hold you to that because you've tweeted it so there it is in uh, black and white somebody also saying that not really convinced by the politicians by the MEC uh, speaking in general there they want a better breakdown which is great and which I think we're going to try and have but yeah that's uh, about the time that we have there will be obviously more sport in the morning with Brett Brown between uh, 6 and 9 with Stephen Hortis on a sunrise and up next we have Mr. Ashraf Gada the big hitter tonight is none other than Tembeka Tobi. that is the author of The Land Is Ours so you don't want to miss that one what a show they had last night on The Viewpoint when I was driving home I couldn't even uh, get out of the car but we're not done yet as far as comrades is concerned I told you that tomorrow we are building up to tomorrow's last day and I think we can say it now, Loyolo. That tomorrow, as we always do on a Friday, we call it Flashback Fridays. We either speak to former sporting greats or we look at sporting moments that have shaped our history as far as the sporting sporting world is, con- as far as sport is concerned. And you'll remember that um, last week Friday we spoke about Hansi Cronier, the late Hansi Cronier. It was 16 years to the day of his death, and we wanted to find out how he's remembered and what legacy he leaves behind. A very emotional interview uh, that one of Hansi Cronier. So tomorrow we are gonna speak to. I'm sure you've by now, none other than Bruce Fordyce, the legendary Bruce Fordyce. All of you, Bruce Fordyce fans, please get ready tomorrow. But remember, we're on between six and seven, it's a Friday, so we're on an hour earlier. So get ready, your favorite Bruce Fordyce moments, anything that you want to ask. Bruce Fordyce has agreed to be our guest for the hour tomorrow between six and seven. My name is Tabiso Musia. Thank you to Luyola, thank you to Silvosta Komane. News is next.